Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. With Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And we're back. Welcome to part two of the show that we have called Small Projects with Big Payoffs. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And uh, this portion, of course, is brought to you on our website, Around the Clock and Around the World, at um, secondhalfnow.com. And you can uh, scroll up and down the uh, on the archive section and find all kinds of helpful and valuable uh, dialogues and interviews and discussions with uh, some of the very best folks that we know in the Portland area. And Jeff Edmondson is one of those folks. He is uh, the owner of 24-7 Properties, and he does... Um, residential real estate uh, for buyers uh, and sellers, and he also does a pretty serious property management business too. And uh, we're not going to be talking about that so much as we are today, a list of the kinds of things that you could do a little at a time. What was the word that you were using? uh, Systematic crisis prevention. There you go. In fact, uh, you know, that should be maybe a, a discipline in all areas of our life, you know, in finances and health and wellness and all of that. Uh, Just do some things to keep up on things and uh, prevent later crises from happening. So the uh, title for today is Small Projects with Big Payoffs. On part one of the show, we had gotten through January, February, and March. We're going to pick up right there, and uh, we hope to finish the list uh, through December. We'll see how the time goes. Jeff keeps assuring us uh, that uh, he could talk for a long time on any one of these but he's been uh, pretty good at keeping it down to the crisp details. So you know, you may but isn't that great? Isn't that great to yes. have somebody who is a property manager who could talk for a very long time on things like, you know, checking your exhaust fans. Right. That's fantastic. Right. And he could tell stories. It's like the guy who says, I would have written a shorter book, but I didn't have enough time. <laughs> so it's being crisp and concise and getting down to the point. So... Uh, if you're not driving, uh, we want to suggest you get a pen and a notepad and a calendar and um, particularly to write down Jeff's uh, contact information because we're going to, um, Jeff is going to offer uh, to put this information in your uh, inbox on your email every month. And uh, that way you don't have to think about it. Just know that Jeff's going to take care of you that way. So Jeff, are you ready to get back into it? I am. All right. So let's go to uh, April. So April, we're going to check and clean our gutters at our house. Okay. Could go along with your April showers that are going to bring your Mayflowers. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, okay. Uh, and actually, clean your gutters may be something you want to do more than once a year. But What if I don't like getting up on a ladder? That can be a challenge. Yes. There are, there mm. are a, a, a ton of uh, services, uh, gutter cleaning services out right. there. Okay. Um, and also, let me make a plug for the Baby Giant Ladder. 
The baby giant ladder. The baby ladder. giant ladder. Oh, okay. It is such a fantastic ladder that I don't mind cleaning gutters because I like heights anyway. But this thing is so solid and firm, it doesn't even wiggle. Wow. Okay. That's good. So when you get up there uh, on your baby giant, giant ladder, ladder mm -hmm. um, or leaning up against <laughs> on one of those extension things, depending upon how high your gutters are, what are you looking for? Well, the biggest issue is just get all the stuff that's in your gutter out yeah. of the gutter. Uh, and then, obviously, the downspouts, so where the water is going out of the gutter, down the pipes that go down to the ground, mm -hmm. uh, making sure those are clean, because typically those clog up and get full of leaves or pine needles or uh, the neighbor's ball got stuck oh, in the gutter or right, something. Right. Uh, or Frisbee or whatever. Uh, and so that clogs up and then causes your gutters to overflow, which is not good for your house. Do you want to uh, take a hose up there and actually get some water flowing to make sure that it is uh, managing all that water? Yeah, that's going to depend a little bit on what you think the problem is. So if you do okay. have some, some to say some leaves kind of clogged in your downspout, mm -hmm. the part that's going down the house, you can use kind of the force of water to help flush that uh -huh. out. That certainly works. Uh, probably the better, well, that's the simplest way. The other way would be actually pull the downspout off of the house, which requires oh, okay. a little bit more effort, but pull it off, and then get it cleaned out with a okay. hose or something, and then put it back up. And what I was thinking about with that question was actually to test that the water is actually flowing. Whether I, If I don't see anything, would I still want to test it and you know run some water down there to make sure it's making it all the way down to the ground? I wouldn't worry about it if it was me, just because okay. you'll, you you'll know if it's not working, meaning the gutters are overflowing when it's raining like it is today, uh -huh. uh, and there'll be evidence that the gutters aren't working like they're supposed to. Okay. Okay. Anything else about uh, cleaning the gutters? You like I'm, heights? I did not know that. What's that? You like heights? I do like heights. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Safe heights, not the not the uh, not the rock climbing kind. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I like having a little stability with my heights. On your baby giant ladder. <laughs> I, I would say one other thing real quick about the whole gutters. Um, you don't want your gutters to be dropping water right at your foundation of the house. You really, okay. either the either the downspouts are going into pipes that are taken away, but some of them go down mm -hmm. to like a splash block right mm -hmm. at your foundation. That splash block gets moved or something, and you've got water going right at your foundation. You don't want that. Yeah. So that's another thing to be checking as you're dealing with your gutters, making sure the water is okay. getting away from your house. Good point, because that moisture is going to seep into the uh, foundation and cause some trouble down there. Correct. Okay. And then when it comes around to February, you'll be in your crawl space, and you'll see it. Exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. Ready for April? Oh, wait. No, that was April. May. May. All right. So Weather's May, a little better. Yeah. So May, check. it says check exterior doors, windows, and siding. And that's really just walking around and visually kind of checking uh, everything. Make sure your screens are in place. You know, summer's coming, so make sure screens are there. Um, you know, make sure that you can check the caulking around the windows or your siding. Um, check weather stripping around the doors. And just kind of visually check things and see if there's any issues that need to get dealt with. Would you look for um, moisture or fog or anything? Like if you got a dual pane, double pane window or something like that, you look for that would be evidence of some kind of a leak or something, wouldn't it? Yeah, for sure. If you, uh, okay. you see any fogging in windows, typically what that means is the the seal in that window panel has, has broken or failed okay. and has allowed moisture in there, and that's what that is. Um, and a window, a window company can come repair that. Okay. This is a good reminder. I am seeing my house... And I'm seeing a place in one of the windows where you can see to the outside. 
So thank you, Jeff. I'm thinking. That's not good. (laughs) 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 We need to put a little something in that, don't we? (laughs) A little something. (laughs) A little chewing gum. Just kind of plug that hole. Uh, windows, I'm just thinking too, if, uh, now this is, if it's May, depending upon what climate uh, we've got going on or where you live, um, should you be looking at moisture accumulating like on the windowsill or if there's anything, any evidence there or peeling of that paint or anything? I mean, uh, what do you, what do you look for there? Well, yeah. So, I mean, if you're talking about the windows, um, there's a lot of different windows, typically older windows that are like single pane, uh, moisture will or condensation will build up on the inside at right. different times depending on the temperature differences inside and outside. And what happens is that moisture, just like your bath fans we were talking about, will collect dust, and then that's what causes mildew and mold to grow. It's basically the combination of the moisture okay. and dust. Um, and so cleaning that is a fantastic idea on yeah. the insides of older windows to help minimize uh, the, the growth of mold and mildew. So what I like about what you're doing here, Jeff, is that um, I don't necessarily have to um, create my own list or look at everything all the time. If I'm getting that email in my inbox every month that says, this is the uh, the project, this is the, what's it called? S- systematic. Cri- systematic crisis prevention. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, just a little bit uh, at a time, one mm-hmm. month at a time. So um, right, it just keeps the things stirred up. It, right. In, instead of instead of letting of letting us get numb to those things. Right. It says, hey, this month I don't have to take on everything that right. I know needs my attention. I'm just going to zero in on these things, and then it's doable. I, and uh, we've talked about this a little bit earlier, but I, I think there's a tendency for some who don't love home maintenance to kind of put it off because, well, it's not all that bad and what could possibly go wrong and I don't have time and everything else. So, I mean, I like the idea of uh, getting the thing from you, Jeff, every month. Um, what about the psychology of that? Dr. Denise, our, our doctor of psychology here, is there something about procrastination or avoidance or something that kind of gets us if we're not enthusiastic about doing these things? Well, it absolutely does. You know, we all are motivated by by different things, and that's why it's great to have Jeff here today because he's clearly motivated by um, all of these various aspects of maintaining a good um, living space that then turns into an investment for you, right? Right. Um, but what I'm, but what I'm really thinking about is, for most of us, a lot of these things on here are distasteful. We just don't like them. You know, why would we like to go deal with bugs in the attic? And and so I know me, you know, my floor needs vacuuming. That's a that's a worthwhile thing for me to do. Uh, there's plenty of other chores that I can do and feel like I'm being productive and so I'm not feeling bad about myself as a homeowner, but I'm able to keep myself away from this other area that might disgust me, might be too hard, might overwhelm me, might be too big of a task for me to even begin to know what to do and all of these things are motivators to turn our attention to do something and sometimes anything other than that and so that's what i really appreciate 
about the step-by-step idea. There really, there really is a psychology to that. I'm going to feel really good when I check some things off the list. I'm going to start to feel more in charge of the situation when I go, oh, that thing Jeff said to do about making sure that none of the gutters are splashing back against the house. I can do that. And we start to build more confidence in our ability to manage things, even if they're things that we don't have skills at. So yeah, you know, there's a whole lot of psychology about this, but I think the most important piece is not to let our natural aversion, our natural inclination to avoid the things we don't like to get in the way of doing the things we need to do. Thank you. And uh, the value of all this is so that we can really pay attention to the more important things in life. Exactly. Because life isn't about all the little nooks and crannies of our house. Mm -hmm. But if we don't take care of those, they're going to distract us. So we really want to promote purposeful living. And so you being diligent about taking care of these things, it's prevention, like with finances and like with health and wellness and all of those things, so that... Uh, you can respond to that higher calling, and that's what what really all about here. So, Jeff, I want to ask this question, and let's get back into uh, the list here. But the question is, um, with the property management part of your business, if if uh, some of our listeners are um, are rental, they have rental property, or they have um, uh, a second home or something. Now, and they say, well, I don't want to go around to my properties and take care of these things in whatever sequence, month to month. Uh, can they just call you and, and say, would you just take care of whatever the, the ongoing maintenance? Is that exactly what you do? You know, that's not exactly what we do. However, I have contemplated adding that as a service okay. uh, for our company because there are so many people that don't want to deal with all of these things and they'd rather just pay one company to kind of take take care of it all and make sure it's all getting done. So that's actually something that we've talked about at our company of adding as a service. Uh, So if there was somebody out there that really wanted that and they connected with me, we'd certainly put something in place for them that helped them take care of those things. I like that. Um, Because then when you have additional properties, then it just compounds your headache if you don't like to do it even in the place where you you live. Then you say, oh my gosh, I've got two or five or 10 or 15 rental properties. I don't want to do that if that's not your thing. So the contact is the important. So 247properties.com, mm-hmm. and they can get a contact form there that they can submit or they can email directly to you at jeff at 247. No slash in there. There's a slash in your logo, but uh, the uh, web addresses don't have these slashes. So 247prop or with jeff at 247prop.com. Correct. Right? Yep. Okay. Uh, okay, that was uh, May. Check exterior doors, windows, and siding. How are we doing so far? We're almost halfway through the year, and it's we getting... have gotten so much work done. I, I'm tired <laughs> just thinking about all this. Yes, man, I'm going to go home and take care of some of this stuff. Uh, actually, I'm a renter right now. I've been a homeowner, but right now, so I'm going to send this list to my landlord and say, "Here you go. Call Jeff or uh, <laughs> whoever does these things and get them done." All right, let's go on to June, shall we? So June, for some people, might be a little more on the fun side because it's Summarize Your Yard. So. I'm liking this one already. And let's spell Summarize so we have it because it's a, it's a homonym. <laughs> Sounds like another su- Summarize. But it might fit. I'm ready. Well, that's a stretch. but <laughs> Summarize another Get Ready for Summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> summer. Okay, you summer. Right. 
Ta-da. You uh, summarize, you get it ready for summer by going around your yard and looking what needs to be done and creating a summary of what we needs got to it. happen there we to go. summarize we got those two your words yard. To, uh, get together. All right. So how do you do that? So, Jack? What's going on? I mean, there's, in my opinion, there's a couple things you're going to deal with. Uh, one's your sprinkler system, which, you know, potentially was winterized back in the fall to get ready for winter and you're getting it ready for summer. So mm-hmm. that would be one big thing. Uh, other than your normal yard work, I think one of the things that's important to do is check around the house and any shrubs, vegetation, trees that are rubbing up against the house. You want to trim them back as you're trimming to, because you don't want vegetation rubbing up against the house. Um, it, uh, it, it, it does a lot of things. One is it can damage your siding. It can help trap moisture against the house, which you don't want against the house. You want the house to be able to breathe as well as it's an avenue for pests to continue to get to your house or climb up into your attic space on a tree. He's trying to scare me. And yeah, so the goal going. would be to have 6 to 12 inches of space between any vegetation okay. around your house wow. and the house. That well, is so helpful. I just noticed the other day a branch from a cherry tree that's made its way underneath the eaves and is banging oh, against a window. Wow. So I didn't think that would be great for cherry blossoms, but... You're, you've identified a number of issues I didn't even think about there. You don't have to wait till yeah. June to take care of that either. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm on it. Right. Got my clippers. These are things I can do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, and you might get to use your little baby giant uh, ladder, ladder thingy to. There yeah, you go. There you go. Okay. There you go. So well, let's not talk uh, about my battery operated chainsaw. Oh my, <laughs> man! You'd just be in heaven on your on your cool. A ladder with your chainsaw going after that cherry tree thing, knowing that it's on Jeff's list and you're doing your That's thing, right. you're doing your part. That's right. There we go. Wow. Okay, we're going to finish up June. I got a couple of questions for uh, for June, Jeff. As soon as we get back from our break, so don't go away. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 
807-5715. Property values are on the rise, higher than they've been in years. It's time to take the equity in your home and do something different. 24-7 Properties will provide you with custom personal care to get the maximum value out of your home. Jeff Edmondson of 24-7 Properties is a licensed general contractor as well as a real estate agent, giving you the expertise on how to effectively get your home ready to sell at the highest price. Visit Jeff online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030, That last little radio spot was uh, Jeff on the, uh, on the spot there telling about 24-7 Properties. And Jeff, the very same Jeff, is in studio with us. He's... Um, Helping us through the year with these little projects. And mm-hmm. uh, gosh, this is really, really helpful. And uh, if I think that I can spread it out uh, over the year and just do a little bit every month, but make sure I'm doing something every month, that makes it a whole lot easier. But in addition to Jeff, we have others that help make this uh, program possible. And uh, let's just list those. I had uh, I did it on the first half. Denise, how about you doing on the second part? Well, sure. As soon I as would... you find that page, right <laughs> So, yeah, Jeff, it is really glad. We are really glad to have you here. You are amongst a growing collaborative of people, um, including Your Safe Money Solutions, Media Marketing, Northwest Web, Web Creation Company, Legal Shield and ID Shield, Eastside Printing, Warner Pacific College, Multnomah University, KKPZ, this radio station, Christian Chamber of Commerce, Northwest, and Serving Our Neighbors. It is such a fantastic list of people and organizations. Isn't it, though? It really is. And it's it's great, too, when a representative of that whole collaborative is here. In fact, really, in many ways, the guy who got the idea started. So this is just a fun day to really see how much that list has grown since That's we true. first started yeah. talking about it. And we appreciate them all, and we know them and trust them. And mm-hmm. so if uh, if you have a need in any of those uh, categories, uh, we highly recommend any of them. And particularly today, we're talking to Jeff with 24-7 Properties. And if you have a need for buying or selling or just wondering about the whole real estate market or property management or any of those other things, Contact Jeff at 247properties.com. So, ready to get back into the list, Jeff? We're going to finish up here for the year. Yep. And before we went on, I, I wanted to make sure that we went back to the siding part. And um, I know that sometimes we have, um, I'm not even sure what it's called, but when you have uh, kind of a discoloration or some, or a, uh, what is it, uh, moss or something on the siding where you need to come in with a pressure washer. Yeah, right. Yeah, here here in the Portland area, we get a lot of algae, yeah, mildew growth. That's what I was talking about on the siding. A lot of times, and typically, it's in the section that doesn't get sun or shaded by a tree Mm -hmm. or something. The north side usually, or yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, pressure washer is a great way to to clean that. You just want to be careful you don't damage the siding with a pressure washer. Too much power. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes just a, a hose with a spray nozzle and a and a scrub brush or a rag works as well. Okay. And so, um, again, if, if there's any questions about that, just uh, call Jeff at uh, 247properties.com. Get his phone number there. So uh, let's go on uh, to July. 
So July says check and service your air conditioner. So by the time you've uh, typically in the Portland area, uh, July is when you're thinking about uh, turning your air conditioner on. We hope have one. by then. Yeah. Um, and so we just want to make sure that it's operating correctly and uh, doing its job. And what do you do? What do you check for? Well, so a couple things. One is it's, if you have one that's actually sitting outside the ground and is hooked to your system, because there's other air conditioners you put in your windows or something like that, right. which, they, you know, if it's in your window, you just make sure that it's secure and it's not, you know, hanging crooked or something like that. Same thing if you have one sitting on the ground, make sure it's sitting level and it hasn't maybe settled settled over the, the winter or the time of year when you're not using it as much. If you have a cover, sometimes people will cover theirs in the fall winter. So you can pull the cover off, make sure it's clean, make sure there's no branches hanging in it or anything like that. Um, in terms of servicing it, I don't service it, but you would hire a, a heating and air conditioning company to come out and actually service the air conditioner. And then so you actually switch it on the AC mode. I mean, it, on my thermostat, that's what I would need to do. And then I dial the temperature selection down enough so it kicks on the ac so then i hear it running i i check to see if cold air is actually coming out correct yep okay yep okay we, we like it when we need the ac because that means it's nice and warm and denise likes hot weather i right? do yes we've talked about that like you're a snake on the rock you that's like, right yeah that's right soaking <laughs> it in and if i don't have enough on it, of it i'm not moving off that rock yeah right <laughs> Okay, we're going to pick up the pace here, uh, and uh, we've got a few minutes left, so let's go to August. So August is uh, check and clean your roof. Um, so that's something that you may you know go do it yourself. Sometimes they've accumulated some moss over the year, uh, so that's something you want to use a broom or something just to clean moss off. Check the roof for any obvious signs of maybe a shingle has blown loose or something like that. Um, and that'd be something that you're going to hire somebody to come do depending on you know, your abilities or desires and or the, maybe the pitch of your roof, how steep it is, mm. or the type of roof as well. Uh, typically a shingle roof or a, a tile roof uh, maybe a little bit harder sometimes because you don't want to break break the shingles or the tile than like a comp roof. But sure. basically just make sure your roof is doing its job and keeping the water out. There are probably a lot of us older people that should not be getting up on top of our roofs, would you say? Um, yeah, unless it's flat. <laughs> right. You can use I, I think ladder. it's got my ladder and I got mm -hmm. my broom and the roof is actually one I got my heights. Yes. Right? And then here's the other thing you get is if you if you do have the right pitch cuz yeah, you don't want it too steep. It's an excellent workout cuz you're at an angle. Yeah. But yes, be safe and and to do that, tether yourself to the chimney. Okay. Right? You sound like an experienced roof climber. I, I, I do not mind cleaning off my roof, yeah. especially if I'm doing it when the, when the weather's nice. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great way to enjoy the day. I, I think it's a, it's a pretty, one of those things that if, if you know, I'm not, I'm not that strong. And so I like it where there's, th there's things around the house that I can do, that I can manage, and mm. then it reduces how much we are having to hire other people and then it reduces the things on my husband's plate to do. So there you go. Right. That's one of mine. And uh, it seems to me logical I don't, uh, that you you be careful about when you're up there, not just because of what any potential danger, but these composition shingles have like sand and stuff on them, mm -hmm. right? You don't mm -hmm. want to disturb that too much or you want to shake that loose. Yeah, correct. Is that an yeah. issue? 
Well, yeah, you want to just be gentle up there because, yeah, okay. the goal is to leave the shingles intact as much as possible and minimize the amount that you that, that all gets loose. Right. Yeah. You don't want to go up there with a uh, pressure washer and hit your shingles, right? <laughs> well, you if you do, yeah, you just want it real low pressure. Okay. Yeah. I think the trick there would be getting the pressure washer up the baby giant ladder. Now that I haven't solved. <laughs> that sounds like fun. But if it's hot, maybe you'd enjoy the challenge. <laughs> All right, let's move on. September. September is check your smoke detectors and uh, carbon monoxide monitors, which is fairly self-explanatory. Push mm -hmm. the test mm -hmm. button, make sure they operate. If you've pulled the batteries out, make sure you put new, uh, fresh batteries in them so that they're operating. As we're heading into the fall at that point, and... Uh, uh, it's a great time to make sure everything's working. Are the uh, are the CO monitors uh, code now? Are they required? They are. Yeah. Well, they are in uh, houses that have uh, a source of carbon monoxide, which either means a uh, an attached garage or a gas. So if you had a house that was electric heat and did not have attached garage, then technically there's not one required there. Okay. Still recommended mm -hmm. though. I mean, it's a good idea, okay. probably. Yeah. Smoke detectors, you push the little button and uh, make them squawk, and then they're yep. ch change the batteries, just routinely change the batteries every year? Correct, I would, yeah. yeah. Or at least make sure they operate, because a lot of times now is a 10-year battery is required, so technically hmm. you don't okay. have to change the battery for 10 years, but right. it's still a good wow. idea to check and make sure that they're working. Good. Yeah. Okay, sounds like you're taking good care of us, Jeff, getting all that these things is, taken care I of. I did not even know that was out there, a 10-year yeah. battery. Yeah. Isn't that great news? I mean, you hear too many places where the smoke detector would have right. made the difference. Right. And these days, don't they mostly have a hardwire backup? I mean, they're actually wired in. In newer con so. new construction requires it, but old houses yeah. wouldn't. Mm. Right, right. <laughs> okay, um, October. Service your furnace. Pretty self-explanatory. I don't do that. Uh, hire a, a company to come in and service okay. a furnace and check it, make sure it's working accurately. Uh, do you recommend uh, um, changing the filter uh, routinely, wh whatever it looks like? Yeah, so if you're going to service your furnace once a year, that company should be changing the filter. Okay. Now, having said that, it's really probably a good idea to change your filter two to three times a year. Mm -hmm. uh, part of it depends on some different okay. factors. But, yeah, so in theory, your filter was changed more than once a year. But a lot okay. of people, once a year would be more than it gets done. What about, would you check the uh, cold air return, the intakes, too, and because those have filters on them, or you want to make sure those are unobstructed and are well taken care of? Yeah, it depends on your system. Some will have filters there as well as at the, I mean, typically mm -hmm. you'll have a filter either at the furnace or at your cold air returns. Yeah. And so wherever your filter happens to be, just and typically there's one filter. Now, sometimes they'll do a filter and like an electronic filter, mm -hmm. uh, which has a cartridge you got to pull out and clean and put back in. Okay. All right, let's finish up the year. We're gonna we're getting cold again. We started in January, where it's mm -hmm. uh, it's cold. Now we're gonna get to November and December. So what are we gonna do, Jeff? And what are you gonna remind us about with that uh, notice in in my inbox? What am I gonna take care of in November? So in November, you're gonna check your foundation vents, uh, okay. and this goes back to the crawl space a little bit. But the biggest right. issue typically is that making sure that. Typically, people will close them in the wintertime mm -hmm. to help keep cold air from going underneath their house. Um, once again, you're checking to make sure the screens are all in place if you are going to leave them open or if you do put styrofoam um, blocks in there or anything or you close the, the um, vents that uh, all that's taken care of and ready for winter at, at come November. Do you recommend closing those? I mean, either with the styro block or the, or the closed latch? Uh, so I'm going to say that it depends. Yeah. 
Um, I personally believe it's better to leave them open yeah. so that your crawl space can, can continue to um, have circulation and ventilation right. year-round. However, if you have problems with fr- freezing pipes, then maybe closing mm. them in the winter may be a better a better route to go just to protect your pipes. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking more of, I'm thinking, wow, wouldn't that help with the freezing cold floor? Yeah. Right, but yes. you're thinking, yeah, but better to have the... So part, part, I mean, it's just several factors. So if you if your the floor is not insulated, mm. and you have open foundation vents, yeah, you'll get cold air blown in there that will end up coming up, you know, and making your floor cold. If your are right. your floor is insulated, then it's probably less of an issue um, about whether those vents are open or closed in terms mm-hmm. of containing heat in your house. Okay. And uh, again, I want to say before we finish with December that if you have any questions or wonder what to do uh, about these certain things or want to get on Jeff's list, what's it called? The Jeff's homework list? Yeah, Jeff's homework. Yep. Jeff's so, homework, so yeah. You get your January homework, your February homework. That's right. Every month I'll give you your homework. Uh, <laughs> working on your home. Uh-huh. That's right. And because that's all, uh, what is it? Uh, about Systematic sy- crisis prevention. There we go. Man, what a team. All this right. is your homework. 24-7, 247properties.com. All right, let's wind it up with December. What are we going to do then? So you're going to check your electrical outlets and extension cords. Typically, as you approach you know, Christmas time, uh, you run lights and mm-hmm. decorations and stuff. And so just make sure extension cords are, are uh, functioning correctly, plugged in well. There's no um, bare wires anywhere. If you know you have a maybe there's a problem with an outlet that sparks when you mm-hmm. plug something in. Um, if you have discoloration on the outlet, that's a sign mm-hmm. that there's potentially a problem. So basically, just walk through the house and just make sure that everything is okay. You haven't overloaded maybe an outlet with too many extension cords. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of different things just to kind of check, and it's pretty simple to check um, and make sure there's not a problem. And if there is a problem, then I always recommend an electrician taking a look at, at whatever it is, unless it's unplugging an extension cord. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking about, though, is um, winter time. you might have a cold spot in your house, and so the uh, space heaters, and I'm thinking about mm-hmm. the notion of not plugging, a, having a space heater plugged into an extension cord. If I'm, Have I got that right, that that's not considered a very wise way to do things it would be better to have it plugged directly into an outlet but if there's not an option uh the bigger the extension cord the better meaning the thicker thicker gauge would be better okay. uh, if you are gonna uh, plug a heater into an extension cord into an outlet the, it'll just help um help the current travel a little bit easier and mm. not overheat as right. or it'll minimize the chance of it overheating mm-hmm. yeah because i can see you know getting ready for winter you're going to know there's going to be some places where it might need a little bit of extra but set it up well because yeah you hear about you know space heaters and torching yeah. the place yeah exactly right very practical thank you jeff for coming in all of these things are very practical. If you uh, if you didn't get it all, uh, you can re-listen to the show, or you can get on Jeff's homework uh, mailing list at uh, 247properties.com, or just send him a direct email, jeff at 247prop.com. That is our show for today. A lot of good stuff, um, and I'm going to get on that list and take care of these things. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate you coming in today. No problem. Thanks for having me. 
Yeah, second half now. We are here uh, helping our folks take care of all the things in life, the little details, and uh, we really like helping with uh, systematic crisis prevention. Have I got that right? Yes, he did it. I got it. Okay. Took me an hour, but we got there. Today we were talking about small projects with big payoffs. That's our program for today. Tune in every Monday, 530 to 6 p.m. for the on-air portion, and then go to our website uh, for... The rest for the podcast and for all the shows, 24-7, around the 24-7. I said that uh, made me think of your business name. What we mean is around the clock and around the world, right? So here we go. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And we are saying goodbye for now and until next time. May God help you live a life that honors him and blesses others. Let's meet again on the podcast, on our website, or live next Monday, 530 p.m. right here on the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.